get into the podcast here in just a minute before we do so. It's always humbling when you go around to these road shows like we did last week. We were in Jefferson and we were in LeClaire. And you realize, you don't realize it then, we, we know it before, but it really hits you in the head that everything that we do, the only reason we exist is because of the people who listen. Without you guys, none of this would be possible. And without um, you guys, we wouldn't have great sponsors like Mechdyne. And uh, we thank Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation for this will be um, the third football season where they've been the sponsor of the Williams and Bloom Sunday night podcast. Absolutely love all of our friends over at Mechdyne, a phenomenal workplace. Um, I say it all the time. When you guys kick me out of Cyclone Fanatic, I'm probably just going to call my friend Chris Clover and see what they've got in the marketing department over there. Beat you to it. <laughs> yeah. <That's why> I, <laughs> when the collective, <laughs> when, when the NCAA regu- shuts you down. Regulated, yes. Yeah. I'm calling Clover. Yeah, we're calling Clover. That's thank right. you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Mechdyne. Now, thank you to our friend Chris English for providing us this badass intro song. Feels like it just hits a little differently. Game week. It is game week, game week, game week. Williams and Bloom. I did like laugh at the ro- on the road show. This guy came up to me with a really serious face and in the clear. And he goes, I have I have a bone to pick with you. And I was like, oh, oh no. boy. And he goes, Alanis Morissette's way better than Natalie and Bruglia. And then he busted up laughing, so. That guy was a hoot, man. He was the best, that guy. I know who you're talking about, and whoever that guy is. Great mustache, too, on that guy. I would love to sit. That guy. It was so. He told me his name, but it was just so many great people. It's like it it all ran together. It was so killer for me because so my wife had this vet clinic thing, and they have like conferences. um, Yeah, continued education. Yeah, in Minneapolis. It was all weekend. And. So Thursday through tonight, I've been one on two with the Rascals, and thank God our, our nanny Taylor was there on Thursday. But I had to get back. So like this was normally the road shows. Oh, I, I stay the night, and yeah. I saw you and Blythe were out at the distillery. And Woody, like oh, yeah, and Woodman, yeah, till one thirty like, in the morning. Geez. It was hilarious. That so you're like uh, living your dream. It there. was man, the stories that got told at at, oh, that, at that hour. I can believe it. So the yeah, that's great. Good Miss- for you. No, the Mississippi River guys like yeah, the bar's closed technically at ten, but when you own a distilling company, it doesn't matter. And I was like, outstanding. That's phenomenal. They, they got some good stuff coming too. So he gave us like the back of the, the back of the house. Yeah, well, they the good stuff. Not that they don't have good stuff already, but they're new stuff. No, they've been really building up. Oh my god, that place isn't. Is yeah, a complex. And it's a half. it's really a cool venue. So thank you to them. Yeah. Uh, and then our friends at Wild Rose Casino oh, in Jefferson. Really yeah. a first-class yeah. event there. They had a whole stage for us and a sound yeah. system. DJ. And lighting and a DJ. Like, it was it was really quite phenomenal. And then um, our our guy Steve Kemp as well, who helps us. He's the real us. MVP. And he, Steve's always thinking of things yep. that, that I don't think about. Braves just went deep. Suck on that. 3-2. <laughs> Dansby, baby! 
Got a little Braves Cardinals on That's here. Right, Sorry. Rivalry. Yeah. Uh, it's always a big deal. See you in October, pal. Always a big deal when America's team comes to St. Louis, isn't it, Bloom? You guys get all fired up. Anyways, no, we had great road shows. So great to meet everybody, too. That was the yeah, best part. Just I mean, it's just incredible. Really? And, like, I, we're just so lucky. Like, the, the Cyclone Fanatic and an independent site like this would probably only exist in, like, a handful of places. And Iowa State fans, like, the support they give us is just, you know, really uh, really touching. So we, yeah. we appreciate it. And But I, I will say this. Having said all the mushy stuff, I'm really looking forward to the season, and just yes, yeah, so you know, it's like, time to go. Real quick, I did want to touch on the news from over the weekend that involves both of us. We are launching a new podcast network, Seven uh, One Media. Seven One Two Media is you are a part of it. Um, we've been leaking out all the different shows over the weekend. I just wanted to. Tell this, people this is an addition to Cyclone Fanatic. Yeah, so I mean, I, I quit at KXNO in the spring. Basically, I mean, it was real simple. Everything I said then was true. Like doing a daily radio show, three hours when live it's the same per three day. Hours, yeah, it's right. really really hard with kids and yep. the grind had just gotten to me. All that stuff. This allows me to still dip my toes into that pond, but I'm doing three hours a week as opposed to three hours a day. So I will be doing two a week with Chris Hassel. He is uh, from CBS sports, obviously big Hawkeye fan. So it's kind of a side Hawk deal, but these are, think of these as like sports talk. We're not doing, it's not going to be Iowa state. Although Sage, Sage and my show will be more slanted towards Iowa. So you and Sage Rosenfels will be doing a show on Tuesdays on this network. Um, and then John Miller and I will be doing a show on Fridays. Well, I think we're actually going to record ours on Thursday. And so Jared stands as one. Yes, with, and uh, then Jared Stansberry and Jordan Bohannon. Can I get on that show at some point? Uh, I want to mix it up with J Bo. He's actually a really, I've heard that really nice I'd, young man. I'd, I'd like to see it from myself. I think he's a hyper competitive kid who, <laughs> You know, the, the shoot thing. I, I will is, say the shoot thing. I get it. You know, it pissed me yeah, off too. Yeah. Like, I, but I will say this: like, I I don't think TJ will mind if I if you bring up TJ loves him, thinks he's like loves how he plays, plays hard. Like, so like my point is, give the show a shot. Yeah, I think, um, so. I think look forward. I to do that think one. that a lot of Iowa fans think that they hate George Niang, and if they had a beer with him, they'd be like, oh, he's he's not that bad. So like, there's two sides of it. Uh, Jordan and I got to know each other quite a bit during the NIL stuff. He was coming on my radio show like every other day because he was on that committee, just, right? Just to be sure, though, he's officially done playing basketball, at least uh, for Iowa. <laughs> for Iowa, yeah. he is. Yeah, his, no. his eligibility is, I, is, is up. I, I do know some things, but I don't want to like break news on No, no, behalf, but his eligibility so. at Iowa his is up. His eligibility fact, at Iowa is up. Okay. As is Stansbury's, uh, Stansbury's (laughs) out as well. They're going to be a great pair. Younger guys, basketball heavy, but they'll do other stuff too. So, and then um, on Sundays, uh, Ben Bruns Bruns is coming back. So you can listen to his reaction to Iowa State games. The feed is Iowa everywhere. So I want you guys to all go and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Iowa everywhere at Iowa everywhere on Twitter. That's where you can hear all this stuff. It's, the good thing is um, it's it's separate from Cyclone Fanatic, so it's additional. Uh, but we, you know, here we're really Iowa State focused. I mean, the On stuff, purpose. yeah, the yeah. stuff we talk about here is probably not going to be a lot of what we do there. That's if you like 
our style of sports talk. I mean, and really, all the shows are going to be an hour long, so it's five hours a week. We're tr- we're not trying to be KXNO or anything like that. We're trying to a bunch of guys with part time jobs. You know, right? This is just a part time thing for just all a of us. Fun thing to get yeah. some content out there and itch yeah. to scratch, and and we all have other jobs. So, yeah, it's, I, it was funny. I was talking to Sage about. It. I was like, so I can invite whoever I want on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Who do you know? He's like, I know a lot of people. And he so does. I, he, I, I, which I knew, he, I knew Sage knew a lot of people. So he sends me a text tonight. He's like, I got a first guest. I'm like, all right, I'm expecting, like, I don't know who Sage would get as his first guest, like, former teammate. No, I, you know, I talked to Kenny Maine. He's going to come on on Tuesday. It's like, Kenny Maine, like the sports center's Kenny Maine. That, like, yeah, I mean, I that's, Kenny Maine. That's pretty cool for you, though. Oh, like, it's great. You, I mean, no, you, I'm just going to, you were probably one of those kids that wanted to be I a love, sports no, I love Kenny Maine. No, I'm, so I'm just literally, Sage is in charge of the booking for our show. And our first question that I'm going to ask every week, it's going to be a theme. How the hell do you know Sage? <laughs> and then let people know. Just, just let him go. That'll be great. Sage is America's guest. There'll be, uh, we'll do some videos, live streaming, that type of stuff with these. So just follow us at Iowa Everywhere uh, and, and join in on the fun. Yeah. Iowa State, Southeast Missouri State. Simo. One o'clock on Saturday. ESPN Plus. I did some. Um, Who's doing it? It's not me. I'm not doing that game. It's um, Sage isn't doing it either. Todd Doxson's doing the game. Todd Doxson's doing the game? Yeah. In fact, shout out. To, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Todd. Nice. Yeah. Good Todd Doxson, Todd. actually, he does he does, he does some, some TV stuff in Omaha, yeah. like prep yeah. stuff. Yeah. So he got, right. he got the call. They are bringing in. Some, ESPN's bringing in somebody. Yeah. It's not a local, not a local play-by-play person. Okay. I figured. I can't do it anyway. Yeah, you can't because you're the bag man. I'm the bag. <laughs> that was the running joke this week, by the way. Bloom's not a bag man. It's a terrible that was, organization. That was, that was just a running joke all week. Um, One o'clock, though. I, by the, I, looked, I looked today, it's C-Dub. It's great, right? Uh, weather looks nice. A little warm. 84. Oh, come on. We're not going to complain about 84. I'm, we're not. No, we're not. I'm just trying to warn the, the people. 84, humidity around 60%, so a little bit warm. Not horrible, though. Okay. Precipitation not in the forecast currently. No precipitation. The bridge is going to get a workout. The bridge Tailgaters. is getting a workout. Yeah, the bridge looks great. Um, Let's just dig right in and do some football. Let's do some SEMO. So, before we get into SEMO, here's the question I'd like to just ask in general. We got a couple of these on the road show this week during the Q&A portions. The week one struggles, I guess the September struggles during the Campbell era, an Iowa State thing, or how much has you and I been a part of that problem? Bloom, take it. A, a lot of it. So Todd Blythe gave a super insightful oh, answer. So good. In, in Eclair. Because, okay, Todd Todd's a very successful sales guy now for a, I think it's a medical device company. I think they just got promoted to VP, so congratulations, Todd. But he used to be an assistant coach under Farley at UNI, and he said on the road show, so this is public information now, he said in the offseason, we would focus on literally one game when we had Iowa State, Iowa, or Wisconsin on the schedule, and that was the first game. Because we knew if we did damage in that game, even showed ourselves well, that would give us a lot of good respectability for the year going forward and create a lot more buzz than if we went you know, nine and two on the year. So they legitimately put everything they had into that game. Now, SEMO could obviously do the same thing, but 
when you're talking the Missouri Valley C-Dub mm-hmm. and the Ohio Valley, which is where CMO comes from, it's a totally different conference. The the Missouri Valley with UNI and North Dakota State and South Dakota State and South Dakota and even Missouri yeah, I State. I mean, every it's, team you just really said good. is competitive. Yeah, yeah. these guys yeah. are not now Ohio. They're getting, like, CMO for their conference is, is top three good, but it's still – that conference isn't as good as the Missouri Valley. So, long story short – You've got you and I who put a lot of eggs in that basket. The one game was against Louisiana, and that was and they were legitimately a good team. And Iowa State just did not come to play early in 2020. Plus, there was nobody in the stands. It was the most bizarre environment I've ever been a part of in my life. There are a lot of weird circumstances there. So you played you and I in 16 and 17. The game in 17, you beat them up. The game in 18 was a rainout. Iowa State was beating South Dakota State seven to nothing when that game was mm-hmm. delayed. The 19 game was you and I. The 20 game was Louisiana, and last year was you and I. I guess the thing is, like, yeah, the slow starts have been a problem, but Iowa State has not played somebody like Simo before. Now, take that for what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if could Iowa State struggle again against Simo and come out lethargic, and it's a close game in the third quarter? I guess it's entirely possible. But in my opinion, I look at this. Simo is a nice Ohio Valley program. This is not you and I. This is not Louisiana. This is not South Dakota State. I don't think, I don't think this is a similar setup. So while you can sense the theme of a slow start, I get it. I've seen them all. I I would be surprised if that happens again. I agree with you, for what it's well, worth. Now with a line, I have not seen a, I a betting seen a line. line is, I would guess it's going to be around twenty four to twenty seven. I, I don't know if I would even go near that, but I, I probably. I probably wouldn't. I I agree with you. Now the skeptic out there, yeah, and there, oh, are, and there are many, will right. say that Campbell coaches differently early in the year to build for October, November. That he's feeling things out. I mean, that was talked about on the road show a lot. I I think that there's probably a mixture. Honestly, I think it's it's probably a little both. The the optimistic part for me is I I, I agree with you. I think this is a totally different animal. Uh, when I when I look at this SEMO team compared to Mark Farley and his vitriol for Iowa right. State and all that stuff, I and think the, it, and the, the I think it's totally yeah, yeah, I think it's totally different. Uh, but two, I I actually think too that the the fact that there's all these young guys playing for Iowa State, I mean, there's kind of a balls to the wall type of feeling going into Saturday good, too. Good call. Yeah. You know, like I, I, there's enough unknowns of guys yeah. wanting to prove something. Yeah, like yeah. I I I think it could be for a fan. A really fun game because I think most of the people who probably listen to this podcast are like me, where we don't like if Iowa State's up by thirty, you don't leave because to me, yeah, like, like I'm like, oh well, no, okay, yeah. so that oh that's that kid out of Oklahoma, okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, he now and, and he bragged to the guy next to you, he had offers from you know you know like and you get to see these guys and to me, I think this could be a really fun game because one. We're getting to see a lot of these guys for the first time. But two, if Iowa State is up 20, Will McDonald's not going to be out there, right? Like, they're going to – this could be a really fun Saturday. Correct. And I, I hope that's the way it goes. Well, I'm not I'm not being cocky going into no. it because I've been fooled by this so many times. But I, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is the perfect type of opening game. And so then the question is, is, is there any reason why Iowa State should be tight at all here? I mean, the expectations from – I mean, last no. year are exceedingly down. The 2020 opener was just a bizarre. 
the whole thing was weird. Like you had to be there to understand how it went from you want all this pomp and circumstance, and then you get out there and it's literally nothing. And then the U and I game in nineteen, you know, that was way too close, but some weird expectations in that game. And the eighteen game, Iowa State, in my opinion, was well on its way of blowing out South Dakota State. But then the lightning storm happened and whatever. And Iowa State beat U and I forty two to twenty in, in seventeen. So yeah, I mean, you could absolutely look at his record in opening games and go, this is not impressive. I just think this is different. I, I, I agree with you. The young guys on Iowa State's roster, this is going to be more fun for them than, like, this weight on their shoulders. And it's a very much the attitude in camp has always been, we just wait till you see. And I think it, these guys are just ready to show what they have. If the spread is 20, and we don't know what the spread is, I would play Iowa State. I think I would, too. If it's 27, that's a different yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, conversation. You, but so, so that CMOS played... Division one teams before, and it has not gone well recently. So here's some numbers. Okay. All right. All right. Last year, lost to Missouri 59 to 28. Uh, 2020, no game. 2019, lost to Missouri 50 to nothing. 2018, lost to Arkansas State 48 to 21. 17, lost to Kansas 38 to 16. 16 lost to Memphis 35 to 17, 15 lost to Missouri 34 to 3. Now, in 3 of those 5 years they did make the FCS playoffs. So they have been a good program even during that. I, it, just based on what I can see from the Semo numbers, here's what you're going to get. They are above average at the FCS level offensively. Question mark at quarterback, we're going to talk about this here momentarily. Mm-hmm. Uh running back's really good. You know, might, really good will, might back. get some M- NFL looks. Yep, really good. Offensive line back. returns, I think, three starters. They're going to be able to push some people around. Like that's a legit. Like this is a good test. Good, for good test State. on the run, run stopping run that stopping. you've been talking about. Here. Absolutely, yeah, like nice those, test. It's a great test there. Defensively, they were very, very below average last year. Okay, they gave up f- six point three yards per play, which is a lot. That's a lot, and it was uh, a little bit better once they got to conference, but even. I mean, four points like four point six yards per carry. The defense, the secondary was a mess, and they returned like seven guys off that defense, which is like it's one of my favorite sayings. The good news is we return a lot. The bad news is we return a lot. So they they replaced like three defensive coaches. They got a lot going on defensively, and I don't know if if your first game you want with a bunch of questions on defense is coming up to Ames, Iowa, in front of sixty thousand people. Let's check this out. Here. Red Hawks. This is fight song of the Fighting Red Hawks of Southeast Missouri Cape State. Gerardo. Okay. You think they're bringing their band? I hope so. You yeah, know how much I love the band. I love the band. Let's go. Bring the band. We should do a battle of the bands on the bridge. Like yeah. we're, their band is on one side. Our band is on the other. Simo, Cape Gerardo, enrolls about 12,000 students. Cape Gerardo, and clearly it's in Southeast Missouri. And it has been around since 1873. Wow. Current endowment of $55.5 million. Pretty good for that. That's like better than Alabama. It's it's not quite there, but yeah, it's not bad. Um, Their quarterback play we'll get to here really quickly. I want to give our friends at Gravitate Coworking a quick plug. We have a job posting. At Gravitate Coworking. So the owner of Gravitate Coworking, Jeff, asked me to pass this along. I like this. The community manager at Gravitate Coworking Midtown. 
they are looking for uh so basically they they do a lot of things they you know they host everybody during the day yeah, they um you know are the backbone yeah for the, i mean they're the operations marketing themselves and the yeah. company to the community so check that out gravitatecoworking.com go to the job board gravitatecoworking.com slash jobs if you are interested in that what a great company that would be to work for uh okay so the quarterback situation yeah and i want you to i saw you had a tweet about this you've done more on it so the the coach there has a history with matt campbell he does um he names the starting quarterback last week a guy who's played a couple of years a transfer to lower level comes to semo beats out last year's starter crazy so I have my theory. So the last year's starter is more of a running guy. This guy is like six five, more of a bit of a statue back there. I think they'll both play. That's my projection. Yeah, I mean, the, but they named this new guy the yeah, starter. The new guy, Paxton DeLorient, who's from Camdenton, Missouri. Chris, where's that? That is at the Lake of the Ozarks. I, I already thought I already liked this guy. Yeah. Yep. But so he's no stranger, this Mr. Paxton DeLorient, to playing in the state of Iowa in college. Uh, as a freshman last year, he played a couple of times in Iowa. His season opener was at Grandview. Wow. As, so in AIA. His team did not fare so well over at East Stadium in Grandview. Lost 37-10. to 10. Think uh, Matt Campbell makes a call to Joe Woodley this I week? I think I make a call. Hey, what does Paxton have? Paxton, unfortunately, not a good opener for him. 9 of 23 with three interceptions. Oh, I'm definitely playing Iowa State. <laughs> Just say like, now, he was better. He went to Dubuque two weeks later and had a better game against Clark. Did you know I once was offered a job on the Dubuque basketball staff? I don't believe that. Swear to God. Look at you. I mean, you could be Dubuque everywhere. Greg McDermott's brother used to be the coach That's there. Awesome. I actually it might. was to be like an ops director for Dubuque, the D3 my team. high school buddy, Justin Smith, who's an awesome dude, is the, girls, the women's coach at, at Dubuque. Great guy. So, this Paxton... I'm surprised he won the job, but he's apparently, you know, nice player. I think they'll move the ball okay. They got some guys. They got some receivers that transferred from a, a decent level. But man, looking at looking at Simo's roster compared to what you usually get from a, a, a UNI or a SDSU North Dakota State type, and it's I don't think it's really comparable. Yeah. But they're they're, no, they're I don't, but I don't so even. so if you want to play so just another hypothetical, like the, like we said, under. well. Campbell and the the coach uh, know each other. the 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 current coach at Semo, I'm going to get his name. It's Tom. Um, Tom, I'm going to find it. But Tom, Tom, and was Matt's defensive coordinator at Toledo. Okay. Tom Tom Matukowicz. So, I don't see Matt. I don't know. Like you can play that game of well, will he run up the score on an old buddy? But Matukowicz was yeah. the defensive coordinator in 12 and 13 for Matt at Toledo, then took the SEMO job. Guess who replaced Matukowicz as the coordinator at Toledo? John Haycock. John Haycock. Wow. So, the, yeah, there's a lot of there's small a lot of, world. There's a lot of stuff. Small world stuff yeah. going so on. So I don't here. think they're going to, like, try and just destroy this team. But at the same time, I think the players in Iowa State would be okay with destroying a team. And don't bring up Drake to me. Like, don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, because that, 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 don't. It's a totally different, different deal situation. The, There's no rain. New, new turf, new grass. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The, the field's been really bad. I, I, yeah. I wish everybody would just admit it. And it say, we can still be a horticulture school. Yeah, it's just, it was it's worn out. Yeah, it was worn out. That's it. Those guys do a great job. Nobody's trashing them. They no. got the new stuff in there. It's going to be a lot be better. Quick track. Really looking forward to Let's seeing go. that. Run down the field. I don't know why that became such a thing. 
Because the field has been bad. I would venture to say even the guys who work on it would be like, yeah, I mean, we're doing the best we can. Of course they're doing the best. Right? Like that, you know. I don't think there's anything you can do in the field. But, but everybody on the Twitter, and they get all sensitive I about it. I, I don't know, know enough about agronomy and horticulture to yeah, have a I'm glad they got their new they field. They got a new field. And from what I understand, they wanted to do it the year before, and something happened. And I, I don't know. I think it was a budget thing with COVID. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yep, they wanted to get it moved last year. So last year we were kind of playing we were with playing, yeah, playing house, house money, money a little yeah. bit. With so turf. No, there's no Drake situation here, everybody. I'm saying Bloom already gave you the forecast. Calm your fears. It's going to be okay. We're going to see some new faces. It's going to be fun. Now, if it's thirty, will I do? Am I predicting a thirty point victory? No, I'm not going to do that. I know better. Can you than get that. picks now? Since you're, I, I, you don't get back I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's a rule for people that run a collective. I don't know. Um. Gino Hess, yeah, the running back. He was the ninth best running back in FCS last year. Averaged five and a half yards per carry. Really good. So th- this will be a good test I for agree. that yeah. Iowa State front yeah. seven with Isaiah and Singleton. Yeah, and I and I don't will. think that those guys will play that much unless they have to. Yeah, and I, I want to see what's behind them. I, I, you're really. Not that's what I'm really looking forward to watching. That, there's numbers there, but we just don't really know yet. But yes, I. Uh, so little little nuggets. I've heard uh, readers really come on the last two weeks. I guess become a, a dude at the linebacker spot. And Orion Vance has been excellent. And Orion Vance is legitimately like 260 pounds. So he's basically uh, they won't say this, but he's basically like a defensive lineman that's playing linebacker in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he is there to stop the run. So that's what. They will continue, as long as Orion is healthy, they will continue with the three down lineman situation because Vance really plugs the run game on his own from the linebacker spot. But Reader's really done a nice job of filling in. And as somebody told me last week, he looks just like Mike Rose out there. Well, they, they loved him from the day he came yeah. onto campus. Yeah, he's been they, good. They thought he's he's going to be a nice player. I mean, they think he could potentially end up in a camp. Uh, yes. And Mike got, next year. Mike got cut yesterday. Let me saw that. Like cut, cut? I don't know. Well, for for now, I don't know if the practice squad situation is yet. Because I thought he had a shot. I, yeah, but they they were unfortunately there's just too many numbers at linebacker, and so that he didn't he 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 got let go for Bummer. now. Yeah. All right, he's definitely a practice team guy. Like, like yeah, Lizard somebody's going to get him. Something like Mike that. Rose is not done playing. But anyway, readers come in and looks like a heir apparent to. To Mike. I mean, and Colby Reader, 6'4, 242, and he's 24 years old. Like, he's. He's a man. He's a man. That's the type of transfer you want. You like those guys. And, and he's, and he's been the part. Football. Yep. Um, all right. The uh, Williams and Bloom podcast here on a Sunday. Let's do a couple other things. The We'll get into some stuff coming up this weekend. The. Um, so I did something on Saturday after the Nebraska game. And we don't, we don't have to. Get into all that. Ah, your Cardinals just went deep. Tommy! Solo. This is not good for us to podcast while the Cardinals and Braves are Tommy playing. Tommy Edmund. Um, Eighth inning. No, so I watched Edmund. Nebraska, and, and I'm not going to, whatever. You've heard enough analysis of the onset kick, all that stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. One of my big questions going into the Big 12 season all summer long was, was Adrian Martinez a Nebraska problem or... Hmm. Yeah. Or was he the problem? And I, I remember watching Nebraska. I think they were playing Colorado. 
Um, we were sitting in Kinnick Stadium. It's the first time I saw Adrian Martinez play. I was sitting with you, and I remember being blown away by this young man, how good he looked. And he progressively got worse. Last year, now he reportedly was pretty hurt and playing with yeah. an injury. Sure. And um, I, not an excuse. I think you are who you are at that point. I watched Casey Thompson. I watched Nebraska. And I went and placed a bet on the over for Kansas State. <laughs> really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying it was just a product of the bad. No, I, I think that Martinez probably was hurt greatly by horrible coaching over the yeah. years. Oh. I, I mean, I, I don't know that, um, but I, I've been kind of flirting with Kansas State for a while. Do I think they're going to win the Big 12 like Stuart Mandel does? No. But I, the number I got was... Seven? Eight? No. So I got it, and I paid some juice. I want to say I got them at six and a half. Oh. And I, I paid the juice at like 150. But like for them to go seven and five, like doesn't seem yeah, crazy I mean, at doesn't. all to me. And I and frankly, I just knowing how Chris Kleiman coaches and I think how Colin Klein is probably going to coach based on how he played, I don't think Martinez is going to be asked to do yeah, just don't screw it half up. of what he did at Nebraska. And I know he's a damn good runner. And you've got Deuce Vaughn beside you. They're good up front. Yeah, and they got at least they, I think they got well Malik Knowles is a decent receiver. I guess like my got, point is yeah. after watching Casey Thompson looked the exact same way. I'm. It's an interesting it, theory. It, it moved. It moved the needle a little bit for Kansas yeah, State well, for me. It's just so crazy. The teams. Well, you you know Baylor's one, but the the betting people have them them at three. I'm not buying Oklahoma or Texas. I I could make an argument for like six teams to win the Big Twelve. I'm putting Iowa State. As you know, at the back end of that, but I think Iowa State can be in the conversation too. Yeah, I, I'm not killing that. I think Kansas State's absolutely should be in the conversation. And Martinez is a wild card. He could be he could be good there, and that could be the difference. I do think Skylar Thompson was really good though. So Martinez has to be. Is Martinez going to be better than Skylar Thompson? Thompson was pretty good. So can, can the rest I just think of those guys progress? Different. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it will be different because Skylar was hurt, didn't really run as much. Correct. Or Martinez could run. I, I, they're I th- an interesting play. I think they would rather have a quarterback like that. They've been kind of that quiet, like, well, you know, they, you know, the K State fans have been putting their chest out a little bit, but I don't. I mean, K State's kind of been under the radar nationally too. You know, what's funny about the Kansas State fans. The Big Twelve put out that poll, like, if you who would you root for if you didn't root for your team in the Big Twelve? And I had so many people say to me. I would have put Kansas State until I got to know their fan base. <laughs> and the, we're going to Oklahoma State instead? Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, have you ever met a bad Oklahoma State fan? No, they all just kind of know their role. kind of there. Yeah. Kyle Porter, is he still doing anything for... No, he's sold, he's, he's sold, sold out. A, he, sold the, he sold the site and just works for CBS. Well, now, now he's a big golf writer now. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah. I remember him when he was just blogging and right. Good for him. Good yeah. writer too. Yeah. Would you do that? Would you quit all this Iowa State stuff if you could go cover the PGA Tour? I'd I'd go to live. <laughs> what are they going to pay me? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you going? <laughs> hey Saudis. <laughs> what do you got? What do you What do you offer? Well, you, do you know? 
I have 18,000 Twitter followers. What does that, what does that get me, Saudis? Here's a hundred million. No, uh, no, I don't think I would. No, it's funny how, cause my, my attitude's changed on Kansas state. Yeah. Too. I, they're, I, their fans are just very loud. They're very, yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe they're just too much like us. Probably. Maybe that's the thing. We all, but, we both dislike Nebraska. But which, the problem you know, is I feel like Iowa state fans just kind of like, if you say to an Iowa state fan, like, well, I mean, you've only won this many games and we're like, whatever, like yeah. your words cannot <laughs> they hurt, can't hurt us. Where Kansas can't. state fans are just so like living in the Snyder well, they, years. Well, they love the Snyder years. Yeah. yeah. They well, should, and they should, they you should be proud. But, but that's the thing is like, as an Iowa state fan, everybody's listening knows that you can't out history Iowa state. That's not where we won't argue that. Like, yeah. Okay. They had that stat where Nebraska's the first team since Iowa State from 14 to 16 to have multiple games by seven points or less losses in a row. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's painful, but I lived through it. I'm we're, And we're alive, and you can't hurt us with that anymore. No, no, it doesn't so, bother me at to, all. To that point, I think there is this, like, uh, power struggle that K-State and Iowa State probably both can't be good. And if you look at history, yeah. they both haven't been good at yeah. the same time ever. I don't know if that's fair in this new Big 12. I mean, we'll see. It's going to be completely different now. But I, I think there's some – I bet K-State feels a little threatened by Iowa State, that Iowa State's going to be the one in that upper Midwest of the Big 12 to kind of take over the – and they, they don't want to give that up yet. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So when Nebraska lost, um, I didn't I didn't actually fact-check this, so I'm guessing it could have been this guy's like algorithm or something. But sure. apparently – Matt Campbell was trending because Nebraska fans were all writing that they wanted him to be their next head. So it's already started, guys, just so you know. Going to Nebraska. Sorry. August 27th. They still owe, we haven't so, even got to September yet in the Campbell. They would owe Frost $18 million as of today. <sighs> what a... What a deal. What a disaster. Yeah, my goodness. That's the second week zero in a row, though, that I've sat either in your driveway or mine drinking, listening to Nebraska postgame. We haven't. We didn't even give them the Yakutik Sacks treatment tonight. So that's how bad we feel Those um about them. Those um blue moons. No, not blue moons. High noons. High noons. Those high noons were, we're going really down. Really rubbing it in. Good <laughs> on Saturday. I apologize. I know I'm a disaster tonight. I'm so freaking tired. I've uh, been trying to launch this Iowa everywhere, watch two kids, I, no, I get, get ready I mean, for Cyclone Fanatic football. Can I, I I'm just, like falling asleep. No, I know. I gotta, you, I you, bring it on. Come on. Let's go. On. Figure it out. Get some Red let's Bull. Let's go. I got a couple things, though, on Nebraska. All right? All right? So, for data purposes. For reference. Since 2017. Weeks ranked in the college football playoffs. Iowa State 14, Nebraska nothing. Wins in conference play since 2017. Iowa State 29, Nebraska 13. Losses in Dublin to a three-win <laughs> Northwestern team from the year prior. Nebraska won, Iowa State nothing. Watching Nebraska is like seeing a once popular band play at the free stage. The state fair. <laughs> They're the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, man. It's literally, it's funny because I. Were you rooting for him? No, because I wanted to pull out those tweets because I've got like, (laughs) I've got a Nebraska file. You have like a whole database. uh, And I've got it ready. It's just like, all right, when Nebraska loses, I've got like six lined up (laughs) to pick from. 
I've the, got uh, the same database for Fran McCaffrey. I've got a lot ready to go there. The, I've got one for Texas. The deal you had at the end on the Northwestern is what makes yeah, the joke. You play the hits. Just play the hits. You you've you play the hits. I feel like have you done that same speech at every road show? <laughs> it's gotten a little like that. A little, I, no, when I was in Eastern Iowa, I changed it a little bit. You know what we call that in pro wrestling? It's called cheap heat. Cheap heat. I, it's it's where the it's where the people, heel. The people love it. You know, you're in New York, and the heel yeah. goes out and talks about how much the Knicks suck, right? And how much he yes. hates the Yankees. When I'm in Omaha in yeah. in Clarinda, you take I'm giving yeah. Nebraska shit. <laughs> you took a shot at you took shots at Iowa. Oh, multiple yeah. shots at Iowa and Leclerc. Yeah. And Jefferson didn't really know what to do. It was kind of like. Eh, we kept it classy. We kept it classy because it was a classy establishment. Shout out to Emily Ryan, Lexi ah. Donarski, Caleb Grill, and Gabe Kalsher for coming with us. The, uh, they were awesome. Had so much fun. The low-key confidence from Kalsher in regards to Tyrese Hunter made my night. Yeah, that the Jefferson stage interviews with Kalsher yeah, were awesome. They were really good. Like he was – Gabe's kind of a quiet – He's a quiet He's guy a too. Quiet, very quiet. Assassin. He was no, he was like, very right. revealing. Yes, is how I would put that. Gabe's a good dude. We're lucky to have him. Uh, KillerPerCorp.com. That's where I want you guys to go right now. We have a lot of uh, great companies, local companies who are still looking for help. We're in an employment crunch. You hear about it on the news every day. KillerPerCorp is in the plastic packaging business. They do more than just printing. They're here for all product packaging needs and they are looking for all sorts of different people is they're a very very much a growing company if you think about that industry it's like with all the e-commerce and stuff Absolutely. there's just such a need for it go to the careers page on the top right side of killipercorp.com they are located at Ames all sorts of different careers check them out today well we'll get to guess the lines uh, coming back. up here I can't wait uh, yeah, Bloom is I've just fired up. For it's actually it's actually quite tough because yeah, nobody knows the, anything. The games kind of blow. Do they? See, I haven't even looked at stuff. Yeah, this this is going to be a tough week. How, however, Wednesday night will, or Thursday night yeah, will be Thursday fun. Thursday looked I, like a tasty treat. I feel like we we should probably get together Thursday night for the backyard brawl. Don't you feel like that's going to be a that's Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night. Absolutely. That's like the uh, that's like the big game. West Virginia Pitt. Yeah. Where's that? That's got to be in Pitt, right? That is. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Pitt. Um, and the, the West Virginia fans are a lot like the Kansas State fans right now, I feel like. Highly confident. Yeah. I feel like I'm yeah. gauging all these. There's a lot. I, I, you, are you seeing confidence from West Virginia? Yeah. Okay. I don't know about that. You don't think that they I, are? No. I No. No. I don't know if they should be. I am. But I, I don't know about I feel like every Big 12 fan base feels like they're in it right now, right? Like, probably other than Kansas. Good point. But, but, but like, I mean, like, if you're like, better. What's funny is like, and they're one just one. Mandel had TCU at Last. two and seven, right? And then Chris the Bear Felica has them winning the Big 12. Oh, and the Bear, I trust the Bear. The Bear's but our guy. You see my point? I get it. No, like, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like one through eight, nine. Mandel has them be, worse than Kansas. It's gonna be a great year. Worse than Kansas, and Felica has him winning. Where did the Bear have Iowa State? He loves the, he loves. He Iowa had him like fourth, fifth, right in that okay. range. Right. He had. We're okay with the Bear still. He. Damn it! Cardinals just hit a three-run shot. Oh, the bodybuilder Tyler O'Neill. Is that Paul O'Neill? It's Tyler O'Neill. He is Canadian. God. 
him and Atlanta. The Braves bullpen is just a disaster. Yeah, it's going to hold them back. Well, I mean, it's been great all year. Uh, I was not a fan of the Kenley Jansen signing, though. I mean, you got I – mean, I just I just didn't like it. But anyways, how about we do a little guessing of the point spreads? It's been really 10 months. 10 months. Too long. Has it been that long since we've guessed the point spreads? It's got to be, right? Well, it would have been bowl season. We should get a sponsor for Guess the Point Spreads. We'll give we, it to you for really cheap. This should be an Somebody easily... reached out to me last year, and we it didn't quite work out, but the opportunity is there. <laughs> New song and everything, yes. I literally, I had my app up, C-Dub, and I was starting to look. I'm like, no. Do it for the content. No, no. It's all about the content. Content. West Virginia at Pitt, Thursday night, 6 o'clock. song just hits. West Virginia's at Pitt, so Pitt lost a bunch. West Virginia's down four and a half, West Virginia. Or no, sorry, Pitt's favored by four and a half. Incorrect. What's my, am I, you give me three this year, two? I want to go with the consensus line. Okay. We don't have a sports book that technically sponsors us. The consensus line is seven and a half pit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so what's my what's my spread, though? I need to be within two. You got to be within two. I think two. I okay. mean, that's fine. I just two make to sure three, that, at least. Yeah. But three is pretty easy. Three, I think yeah, we got to be within two. two. Okay, so I missed that one. All right. But I will give you credit. It's kind of hard. We haven't seen any of these teams. I, I would, I, I'm playing West Virginia. People, I want gambling tip to everybody is tread lightly with all the transfers now. Yeah, like this know. this week one stuff, everybody just yeah. wants to go out and go crazy. It's the danger zone. Yeah, slow down. Um, God, there's just not a lot of lines because there's so many FCS games here. Hold on. Texas Tech, Tennessee Tech at Kansas. All right, here's one for you. TCU at Colorado, Friday night at 9. Oh! I'm in on this game. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch this at the camper, yes. baby. Yes. T- oh, yeah. We got the RV camper. Village. Oh, yeah. TC- I have no idea. I don't know. I Colorado's was- going to be really bad. I'll give you that okay. tip. Their win-loss total is like bottom of the Pac-12. Pick them. No. TCU by 11. What? Yeah. Colorado's expected to be bad? Like historically bad. Is it bad. A Carl Durrell? I don't even know. Oh, my goodness. Wow, I'm All I know is the Big 12 is going to expand to them. <laughs> Maybe after TCU they humiliates been... them, they're like, okay, we'll join these guys after all. Hey, yeah. I've seen weird things happen in Boulder, though. Weird things yeah, happen in I Boulder. I mean, they got that late-night TV slot. Oh. You know, I was thinking last night, <laughs> why isn't Hawaii in expansion? They have that whole time they zone all to themselves. Because they just got drilled by Vandy. That's what all these freaking Pac-12 guys oh, keep telling my. me. That's going to be great. Now I'm, now I'm excited. Friday night in the village. Will the bridge be open? Well, I mean, it's a bridge. Bridges don't close. No, bro, but I bet they close the bridge before game day. Like, they can't just have the bridge open just to have it open. It's a pedestrian bridge. Right, but to what? To the stadium. Pedestrians. Yep, you can't just walk across at any hour, can you? I feel like you can. I, I just feel like there could be some reckless behavior that happens on the bridge. Brent, it's Friday the night. Friday night before SEMO. Of I'm course just, there's going to be reckless. clarification on the bridge situation. I will be... There are rails up, though, so you can't jump off the bridge. I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but I was told my camping spot's, like, right next to where the bridge... Somebody already made a bridge T-shirt. You guys missed out. Yeah, Shipley made that. Shipley, right? yeah, yeah, Shipley. Yeah. Way to go, Shipley. I want that. I want that T-shirt. All right, let's get back to yeah, guess sorry. the point spread with Brent Bloom. Over two. UTEP 
at Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma, 24. 31 and a half. Oh, man. You're just getting pummeled today. <laughs> like a Conference USA team going into Norman. Go Miners. I'm selling Oklahoma, though. I just want that to be clear. I, put, I bet the under. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you guys are interested in that, not that I'm an expert or anything, but on I, via Iowa Everywhere, I am going to do a win-loss total. I, I placed like 15 win-loss totals on the over the weekend. I'll, I'll post all those for you. Okay, what's next? Uh, okay, we count these. BYU at South Florida. Oh, wow. That is a long way to go. So, Baylor, the old Baylor quarterback the new quarterback at, at USF. But yeah. BYU's got some expectations this That's year. That's your guy. You're, you're all about Bohannon. Yeah, I like yeah. Bohannon. You love Bohannon. Uh, 13. 13 for BYU. 12. Yeah. There you go. On the board for the first time. Put it, Put it on the board. Um, again, I'm sorry that, that I don't have all these no, lined up. There's so many games and, like, only yeah. half of them have points. They, they may by Thursday. Iowa State still doesn't have one yet. What a! I mean, if you're talking about it, if you're a guy like me, and like sometimes you even cringe at home games because you don't want to miss everything else, you ain't missing much this week. Yeah, Real quick, just take a stab at Notre Dame at Ohio State. Whew. Just a stab. This one doesn't count. Ohio State, 16. 17 and a half. That is a win. Yep. Louisiana. Oh boy. At Texas. The Cajuns. Oh, again. Didn't they play there last year? They did. And they remember, we thrilled. all thought that that might be a... Yeah. Oh, Stevie Sark. Quinn Ewers debut. New coach at Cajuns, Texas 17. <laughs> this is the biggest miss in the history of Bloom guessing the spreads. 38 and a half. What? <laughs> How bad is Louisiana? It opened at 41. <laughs> That's not the same Louisiana, then. Is it Monroe? Yeah. Are you sure it's... Oh, it's Monroe. Okay. That, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> that makes you feel a lot better. My bad. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Monroe and, and, and Lafayette. <laughs> this Remember, is William. Monroe is, Monroe, this is okay? me on a lack of sleep yeah, and a rest. lot of Cody Rose. Williams, get some rest. No, that, that makes, yeah, I would have had that. My bad. Okay. There's so many people yelling at their radios. No. Williams. The Warhawks. They're different. Idiot. Uh, let's see what's next here. Oh, that's a good one on Sunday. LSU at Florida State. Florida State, do they end up being, beating Duke? Yeah, they looked really good. Uh, you know me. I'm a. What's the at? Where's it at? That's in Tallahassee. Uh, FSU by. Four. Well, hold on. Let's. Is that, is that a three and a half? Site? Right. Yeah, neutral site maybe. I hope it's not. A, it says it's at Florida State. Oh, okay. That's all I got for you right now. Yeah, that's fine. No, I mean, look, I'm looking at the rest of the. This is just a dog as far as. Yeah, Baylor plays Albany. Give me a break. South Dakota, K-State. I don't know much, but. Murray Murray State has a football team. Plays Texas Tech. Prome will be there. Prome making the roadie to Lubbock. (laughs) Prome's like, man, I've been to Lubbock, man. I've been to Lubbock. Hey, they won. uh, they won with Nick Weiler, Bab, and and THT. I'll never forget that because it was a great win. Was a big um, Tyrese freshman. They were a big underdog. Yeah, and I was coming back from Morgantown. 
I was calling women's yep. basketball in Morgantown yep. that night. Yep. And I had told Billy Finley before the game, I had, Iowa State was, everybody was burying prom. It was yeah, one it, of those it, deals. It was a, it's it was all over. Time. It was a low time for the yeah. and I, like eight point dogs that day. Prom had always told me that he liked coaching against self's like movements defensively or not self um, beard. He had always told me that he's like, this is one defense that I really get. I like coaching against this. And when he had talent, they actually had a lot of success against Beard, it, it, if you think about absolutely. it. When he had talent, now when they lost the talent, it didn't matter. Um, but I I had used that well information, and I was like, I just felt good about felt it. Good about it, yeah. And I guaranteed a victory, and we were getting ready to take off, and we were going possession by possession, like refreshing our apps. Yeah, yep, yep. You know, and it, somebody it, barely, like, they had service – to get the 10 final. minutes after takeoff or whatever, we got the final. Oh, that exact game you're talking about right there. Oh, good stuff. My entire life, I remember based off of Iowa State Athletic. You're events. not alone. It's such a... Is that a good quality or poor? That's how I remember. I, I had like right down my wife's birthday and anniversary, but I, I remember when Steel Jantz beat you and I on the last second touchdown. You can tell me any game... Iowa State game from my college life, and I can tell you what I did that night. <laughs> you know what's crazy? And I'm with, I agree with you. I am totally on board. And, you're, and people listening to this are like, yeah, that's probably me yeah, too, honestly. Yeah, I get it. We were at size roof. So a little fun fact. Hunter Deckers is the first Cyclone quarterback to start a college football game without starting a game previously. Start a season opener, excuse me, without starting a game previously since Steel Jans in 2011. Against you and I. Thank God it's not Northern Iowa. It's not Northern Iowa. I really, like, does that game happen again next year? Because I, I just really. Uh, let's hear. Let's pull that up. Okay, I think yeah. so. Give me the next year's so. schedule Let's do real this real quick. So, we, by we the way, we got. Close this thing out. So, we've got SEMO, right? And then we go to Iowa City. And then we got Ohio. So, I'm watching the Iowa game from North Carolina, right? You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Can I go? Can I go golf? I'm not going. I'm Reverend Williams that weekend. Between me and you not being in Iowa City, that's got to be a good thing. Just will you ever go back there? Um, we'll go for basketball this year as fans. Uh, I, TJ, get I, his honestly, tickets. will I go as a football fan? No, I will never no, go there. We'll again. go there as basketball fans this year. Yeah, no, I'll go for basketball. I will go not sit with. Sit that, with no, that's the, a promise. I will not go back there unless I'm either in the media box or in a suite. Dude, the media box. There's no protection no, it's, there, it's not really yes we play northern iowa next year God damn. jamie can we just i understand it like jamie's trying to be like we're doing our part to fund this university which is all northern I, iowa I you're funding their universe they're got to retire sport. eventually and and jamie's old guy works there harris harris he's great he's guy. the athletic director yeah. so jamie's doing him a solid but Bly, you're right. The answer Blythe gave yeah, in the Claire like, at that point, like, like, I'm, it's done. I'm done. It's terrifying to play Northern Iowa. So the great news. They prep for like two months. You guys want great news on this game week? Iowa State plays you and I next year, and then not again until 2026. That's the Matt Campbell effect, probably. So they, they Iowa State. Who's the next openers? Let's uh, hear these. Okay, we've got we've got North Dakota in 24. Not North Dakota State. Nope. Right? The Thank Fighting God. Hawks. Of uh, leave North Dakota there. They're not. Right. They're not in Fargo. They're in um, oh, way up there. 
and then South Dakota in 25. How about this? Dakota's a good program. How about this? Mark this one on your calendars, everybody. September 13th, 2025, we're going to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Red Wolves of Arkansas State. We're going to Arkansas State. Yeah. So they've got to be returning two. Yeah, no, they're. I don't know if it's one for one or two, but the, uh, Arkansas State plays in Ames on in twenty twenty four. When's the Tulane game? Twenty, I think it's twenty seven. Because Pollard signed that one, thinking like the UNLV oh, wait one. Wait a second, twenty eight. Like basically giving you a September bowl game. Yeah, it is twenty eight. And Troy Dannon's the eight. Twenty eight and Jack Trice, and I believe twenty nine is the one in New Orleans. How old will we be in two thousand twenty nine? Ah, uh, well, mid forties. Jesus, oh, we're shutting it down. We're shutting. Are down. we still doing this? No when chance. Iowa State goes to Tulane. Well, let's be honest. It's kind of up to the fans. So, we'll, what else am I going to well, do? Well, I don't know. What like, is, you have all these skills. Like, I what am I going to do? Skills. This is literally the only thing I know how to do. I just know. I, that. I don't know how to do anything else. You know, I can guarantee. Fran McCaffrey will still be the coach at Iowa, and somehow he'll have a, like an eighth child there. <laughs> Been using that joke a lot lately too, haven't you? <laughs> this is what Bloom does. It's like the really famous comedians from around the they'll go out and test material before they put it on the Netflix special. Right. Bloom has been testing these jokes. <laughs> it's been hitting at the time. road show all summer, and now he's popping them on the podcast. Twenty nine million dollar guaranteed contract. He will still be around. He has twenty nine million yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, fully. Like no buyout at all. I need his agent. Meanwhile, TJ's the last paid coach in the Big 12. I know. TJ, hope you're not listening. Well, hope you are, maybe. Yeah, so 29 in uh, in New Orleans. See you all there. All right. Well, it's game week. Simo. We will be back on the feed, so it is game week. So um, coming. coming up on Thursday night, the Cyclone Fanatic radio show. We'll be back here on the feed and also oh, on cakes, you know? Yeah, back. we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. That means Timmy Mullen will Timmy be in, Mullen's and we'll back. do our oh, picks man. of the week. This, you know what? Is it me, or as you get older, it just like it kind of hits you real quick? Yeah, like it's like you know it, why? Uh, it's because you don't spend all summer thinking about it. Thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, now you it's still here. Have time. That's crazy. Okay, I gotta get, I gotta get geared up. See everybody in the, in the lots. Yeah, go and um, make sure and get Bloom like super hammered. I don't even want him to. I don't even want Bloom to remember the game on Saturday. His first game in the crowd. Sitting in section Z, everybody. Where's that at? I don't even know. Upper deck, old student section. Oh, nice. You're living my youth, because that's literally the last time I've been a fan. I think I'm going to take the camper Friday night, do all that with you, and then sleep in, and then mosey on over. Somebody somebody better hand me a high noon in the lots, just because they heard this. That's all I'm saying. Oh, by the way, I was telling uh, Ryan Burchett about he's from Cody Road. Yeah, about our love for High Noon. They've got something similar coming out. It's coming. Can't it all wait. works. Did you it try it? Did no. you get to taste it? I had the. Uh, I had the. Hold on, because I took a picture. I, I'm somehow, sorry. We had three minutes left no, in the song. No, we're good. Um, no, I took a picture because I. It was a uh, Dutch letter, Irish cream. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when does that hit the I, I, I don't know. I don't want to like be any proprietary information. But we're far enough along podcast. Dutch letter, Irish cream coming. Have a great game week, everybody. Peace.